2: We're back on the creep dive. Good evening. You know that because you clicked into our episode, and for that we thank you kindly. Welcome to you. How are the How are you, the pair you doing? Good, feeling um, good. Menstruating hard. Oh, good for you. Yeah. By the time this is released, you, you will press my gusset against your furniture.
3: P- that beanbag you're sitting on, has seen a few fucking things. Oh, I'd
2: say so. It's haunted.
3: So when you buy I a can second hear hand, it. hand beanbag. Going-
4: <laughs> You're, you are buying someone's Big Jizz, jizz you know yeah. yeah. Big spooge sponge. Sponge. <laughs> That looks like it, That could be spooge Everything in this room oh yeah Except for the wicker chair top. Apart from a wicker Yeah Although uh, sometimes You wouldn't it would be want captured. to bear arse On a wicker
3: You wouldn't want bear Hence I put the little towel down For myself So I bought That bean bag Off Two teenage boys
2: I'm you so can happy. Only, you did they what, own it jointly? Was this their? I like, think it was in there. Like, did they have shared pad? custody of a beanbag? <laughs> it was student. Be,
3: it was. It was a shared. Do you know what it was? Do you remember back in the old days when you were like, what should we do about the contraceptive? And. I believe there was a sponge
2: called the sponge Yeah, yeah There was a whole Seinfeld mm. episode about the sponge
3: And the sponge was Did you some soak kind it of in spermicidal jelly and then stuff it
2: up? From what I remember of Julia Louis-Dreyfus's, you know, A-plot in this episode of Seinfeld It was like a natural sponge And they became... Very hard to get
3: Absolutely Or like bits of it would tear off in your fingers As you were trying to retrieve it It
2: still sounds better than a condom It's just... Also I had my own natural form of contraception which, which was looking the way that I did when I was a teenager
4: <laughs> Same Yeah It was brilliant Yeah wasn't it And then I was a born again Christian as oh, well wow. Oh you had that going And closetly queer So it was you fantastic like a <laughs> human double conch. Yeah sheath.
2: I was a self-hating bisexual <laughs> Uh, quite ugly And uh, a bit of a goth
4: yeah. Oh, yeah Such a great
2: combo
4: I used to wear skirts over jeans <laughs> We all did
2: cats. I used to wear long sleeve tops Under short sleeve I to tops I still do that
4: every now and then Like that's a good look it's I
3: it so too have Jeans bringing it back She's about to reoccur in our lives are you ready for a little tit Give us a tit So I something floated into our DMs today and I said to myself, now there's an individual we can all relate to. Headline Florida man arrested after trying to cross the Atlantic in hamster wheel vessel. Oh, nice. You're gonna have to get a visual on this thing. So what we're looking at is a big metal construction of a hamster wheel stuffed full of boys for the inflation Florida. and along the kind of the way it would move there's paddles along the outer so two wheels and sort of a area in between them and along the wheels either side paddles but you'd have to walk and propel this thing and it would sort of walk on the water
4: mm-hmm. yeah this so
2: is, yeah we've all had this bath toy actually as children
3: absolutely right so, yeah. so you wind it up and off it goes there you go Cass. Piggy. Oh, little yeah. paddling thing. So <clears throat> the US Coast Guard intercepted an individual by the name of Reza Bellucci about seventy hundred and ten kilometers off TB Island in Georgia on the twenty-sixth of August. Oh, it didn't happen. It's classic me. So anyway, officials say that this forty-four-year-old marathon runner
2: This is very marathon runner behavior mm-hmm.
3: refused to leave. His DIY vessel for three days. Oh, that's a
2: lot of poo and pee. Reza.
3: And is
4: it rolling with him? It's
3: floating on top of the ocean. Yeah, but obviously to move, it spins. I imagine, yes, or he's in a contraption that stays up his, how I'm imagining, straight, straight. And then everything's spinning around him. That's the only way you could survive oh, that. Otherwise you'd be going vertigo, up in a like, yeah. Horrendously oh. sickening. But he was determined and he has, it would appear, tried three similar voyages before. Mm. All of which ending in Coast Guard intervention. So he was using, so the makeshift kind of contraptiony thing he was using, shaped, like I was saying, two wheels, a paddle, designed to propel it forward as the wheel revolves. So you get the idea. Yeah. So the U.S. Coast Guard here is quoted based on the condition of the vessel which was afloat as a result of wiring and buoys the officers determined Baluchi Reza was conducting a, and manif- a manifestly unsafe voyage.
2: Oh, uh, They should have let him at it. So do I think. Let him uh, at him alone. at it and oh. let us all be R- spectators of this misadventure Mm -hmm. but
3: the problem was and the reason i they probably did intervene was his voyage began just as the coast guard was preparing for the arrival of an enormous hurricane so they were all preparing and they had grounded all the vessels and they were like everybody out of the water batting down the hatches what the fuck is that what is that (laughs) and they there was just no way of not intervening do you know that way like and I yeah. imagine they probably initially went to sniff around but should they it turns out they knew him so they <laughs> they were like it's t- your man." so they were like talking to him to lifeguard you know uh you loudspeakers thing. drones were flying around the place and he was refusing to step off the, v- the vessel he was threatening to harm himself oh fuck while also claiming he had a bomb on board oh okay fuck <laughs> So
2: he's jumping the shark
3: on the this went on days. So on the 1st of September, he eventually surrendered and abandoned his vessel after being brought to the Coast Guard base in Miami and the bomb that he had constructed fake. Oh, so he's now facing federal charges of obstructing obstruction of a boarding and violation of a captain of the port order. Very good So it's unclear whether he had obtained a lawyer to rep- represent himself uh, thus far But as we said, not his first arrest
2: his, in, in, Now he screams, I'm uh, representing myself
3: Massive, his massive
2: energy Massive self-representation or, energy there All
3: of those self-representation are also, I'm an athlete energy yeah. <laughs> And I'm coming <laughs> well, across Wait, this. what was his name again? Oh Jesus Anyone who I went to the live, the live show, show in
2: Cork remembers Larry
3: Larry, another fucking Larry I'm an athlete, but our original Larry was lovely. Uh, so he seems to be fixated on crossing great bodies of water. Mm. So 2021, he was arrested after being rescued while trying to ride from Florida to New York on a makeshift vessel, and he had drifted 30 miles south of his departure point. Like the man was Jesus. failing massively, like again, literally
2: going the opposite direction to where he was aiming for
3: another huge ray. I won't get off. <laughs> I simply won't be rescued. And then in 2014, he had to be rescued again. Similar contraption to the rolling hamster wheel near St. Augustine. And then two years later, had to be rescued yet again off the coast of Jupiter near Palm Beach in Florida. And according to some previous interviews, uh, Mr. Bellucci said he was attempting the voyages to raise money for a variety of causes, including... The Coast Guard. In the name of God. (laughs) I'm raising money for you guys. Also, he threw the homeless in there too. He said, my goal is to not only raise money for homeless people, raise money for the Coast Guard, to raise money for the police department, to raise money for the fire department. They are in public service. They do it for our safety and they help people. Now,
2: he won't be stopped. (laughs) Whatever
3: short term he'll serve in prison. He will be planning and plotting his next eventual rescue from the ocean.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll be drawing up the actual blueprints in his cell.
3: Leonardo da Vinci style. He'll have coded all the things. He'll have invented a language to code the development of the vessel. For fear that somebody else will steal his designs. because (laughs) He's a genius and an athlete. He'll also be doing kind of long stretches of like, you know. Veganism while in prison. Mm. He'll take a lot of onanism. Onanism, mm. and he'll become an ex-
2: extremophile he'll Take an ocean in the ocean. He will. He certainly will. Oh my goodness! He'd love to see it though. And it, it does a remind of me of adventure. some college hijinks. That uh, what happened? I Sam, semi- I did. I participate. I participated in the building of a raft. Oh, oh this yeah, is like a team far, building. As, thing. as far as I remember. It was uh, made out of, uh, do you know, the empty water bottles for water fountains? You know, those big. Yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. Very
4: good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds like it would work. And then
2: yeah. it was um, floated in a body of water that uh, was prohibited from entering in UCD. <laughs> so NCAD went to UCD for the day and tried to float their homemade raft on the UCD Lake Gas. pond thing.
3: Just a rollicking good just time Just a classic art school play. Some of the greatest horseplay of all time <laughs> Before you launch into your giant one Will I just give you a quick one on constipation and amnesia Yeah um, I'm 100%. dying for this This is an oldie but a goodie And I believe I might have mentioned this years ago Because it was a long time ago And it read But sure I'll tell you once and I'll tell you again According to Chinese newspaper Skypost an unnamed women, woman strained so hard that she suffered temporary amnesia for about eight hours. Oh my gosh. Concerned that she couldn't, suddenly couldn't remember anything from the last decade, her family took her to the hospital and according to her son, she had been suffering a desperate bout of constipation for a while and had had a mental blackout because of it. So after spending the night at the hospital, she woke miraculously with all her memories mysteriously and thankfully restored good for her. She didn't even realize that this had happened and she had no recollection of the drama shit she had taken the night before. So Hong Kong based neurologist Dr. Ping Zingoids, Hmm. (laughs) get in touch, uh, attributes this incident to something defined in medical terms as the transient global amnesia. So this happens when blood flow and oxygen to the brain gets compromised by the jugular vein, vein valve. And he said such occurrences usually happen when people are very emotional or carrying enormous heavy weights. <laughs> <laughs> like in their bowel. So that, so in that
4: Maybe in she that was same emotional way, about the constipation.
3: Absolutely could have happened. So he also did say that excessive straining can sometimes cause a separate condition called... Uh, vaso vasovasgl- oh, I'm not going to be able to pronounce that Separate condition Which basically means that you faint And lose consciousness From excessive straining Or weightlifters blackout. They get this a lot Have you seen any of those Little videos around the place? Oh when they no. faint When they're do- lifting the weights Can be very very dangerous There was a man only this year A weightlifter Who was trying for a PB all filmed for his ticky, t- ticky. a
4: so personal best for non athletes out there. <laughs> I thought it was peanut butter. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and he lifted the weight up. He did, he it came down on whatever way on his neck, broke his neck, died instantly. Fuck
4: me. Oh, man in his God. 30s,
3: peak of his performance. Jesus. Failed PB. Peanut butter failure. And <laughs> something similar then happened to a 58 year old man in Taiwan in 2016 woke up with this condition of transient global amnesia after being constipated the night before.
2: Jesus. That is so, us. Guys, get your Get
3: favor. your in gear. Get your fibers. According- oh, that sounded like oh, somebody was, in another yeah. room was, was just, just having, having, a, having a breakthrough. Having uh, according to his neurologist, he was also in a very intense emotional state after watching a heated political talk show. What a fucking loser <laughs> <laughs> A shit filled loser so after You went watching... on
4: to die oh, From he? being so no, full of didn't. shit
3: So it's really The, the lesson there is And um, just a quick one On this lesson too I had My appendix out Very dramatically In Ayonapa On a six year holiday and I remember the reason I believe That for my would only happen to you append- appendect- Appendectomy mm. It would probably Was my um, ah. Atkins pre-holiday Atkins diet Oh god Now when I say no fibre Yeah Believe me I mean it
2: I was there and Jen exclusively ate Bacon Rasher cheese. and cheese sandwiches And by sandwich no um, The rashers were the bread of this sandwich I
3: mean I was loving it obviously So <laughs> that ended poorly And I maintain the reason for that is There was no travelling of shite of sh- through my guts And, you know, of course, appendicitis is caused by something getting stuck in your appendix, which they still don't really show. Well, it's throwback, an evolutionary throwback, but they're not entirely sure what what it it does. But only recently, only in the last, my neighbor had appendicitis and they were like, you know, we're going to treat this with antibiotics before just going in and taking it out to see if we can cool this shit down. Something gets stuck in your appendix, a bit of food or something. That's mad. Like, how is it even over there? Why is it's, it over it's there? It's attached to your gut. Not, but it's super mad. So it, so it, I think originally, you know, the, you know the way cows have four stomachs because they, don't, they have to digest so much fiber and pull out so much shit out of it. Mm. They think that maybe at some point we needed this extra stomach mm. to do something similar. Okay. And then eventually our diets changed and became sort of redundant. But then a little bit of research came out that suggested it could be the source of like, I've definitely said this before. So you've had a big, terrible gastro issue. Uh-huh. Your microbiome's been nuked; okay. got nothing good left. You've got no. They good. believe that maybe your appendix contracts, squirts out like a mother, a starter for your microbiome, and that could be its function.
4: Uh-huh. So now
3: they're sort of resisting taking it. Out. But if you, I mean, you have to get it out when it's about to burst. If it bursts, your septic septicemia. All uh, desperate things can happen; you can die. Why?
2: Where are we? Um, <laughs> oh, so Jesus. somebody shit their minds out.
3: Yes, and then we're here now. Bottom yeah. line, and then bottom fucking, line, and uh, you just have to think there's so much exciting gut stuff going on, and the fecal transport transplanting stuff is so exciting.
2: Okay, Gen- fecal, fecal. What are, or are you talking about? Fecal, fecal. transplant. Fecal. Fecal,
4: fecal shit oh, They do this to treat what is it? Oh, they sorry, do it to treat. You're
3: right. Crohn, uh, Crohn's yeah. disease uh, Various kind of Good yes, kind of biomim- Of course issues. I forgot I yeah. forgot It's yeah, so yeah. interesting You get the shit Capsulated From a healthy he Operating individual he? I never got him to Oh To get us, But I still think it's true Then uh, I'm back on Parasite TikTok again Paratalk And it, originally I was like This parasite cleanse Is a big lot of shit Uh huh it can't like they think they're shitting out worms it's not it's just mucus you know when you're watching somebody have a what do you it? uh an enema okay and you're watching it all flow through and they're like there's the worms there they go oh never is nah. just mucus so then they were like i did away with that until there was some more interesting stuff coming out about uh autoimmune problems and mm-hmm. could they're relating could possibly be a parasite uh, related thing you know in order they never get to the bottom of it they're like we yeah. don't know why your body's eating itself it's attacking itself we don't know why but potentially maybe do a little actual parasite cleanse like take a fucking worm pill don't just drink a lot of citric acid and you know bean i don't i i, I you're going to have to stop me because <laughs> yeah, like, there's no She's natural like, end, because we yeah, just there go straight on to the next. <laughs> that is what I've got inside me, and now it's out. That's Everyone shit happy corner.
4: You? It's happy. free. It's floating. And that's our episode. Thank you. <laughs> spoke once again, for an hour
3: and a half straight. I'm sorry about that. It's funny, though. It's just stuff happens, and you're just like, that's amazing. So, anyway, Sophie, are you going to. What flavor? Like. What, what is flavor are, we, are you bringing here?
2: Absolute no. horror show!
3: Oh God, has there a bit of guts and we, gore?
2: We should have saved the um, shit corner for after this, oh, so no. that we could as all cleanse? as a cleanse. Damn! I'll yeah. get a quick
3: cleanse on the go in the interim. Um, I have a little
4: cleanse for the end. Okay, Fine. so
2: I'm okay. I'm returning to a creep that we once just had as a creep of the week, but he's creep of the century.
4: Oh,
2: um, and I said we've never told the full story. So let's do it now. Is it Donald Trump? <laughs> no, that would be such a good one. <laughs> oh, it's too vast. That's a rich text. Is it the Marquis de Sade? Oh no! Oh, we Die, have to return man. to that. No, it is BTK.
3: Oh, her, hmm. his daughter, is all over me.
2: So yeah, she's out and about again in the last couple of months because mm. there's been some cold cases that are potentially linked to her father, who is BTK, who was um a notorious serial killer. His name was Dennis Lynn Radar, mm. um and so his Carrie um Rawson is the daughter, and um she ah uh, she wrote a memoir about being the child of a serial killer. Oh yes, yes, yes. She's, 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 she's the image, of and him as well. I, she's the absolute image of him. God love her. Desperate. And um, I actually read her book. Now, not lately, I read it like a couple of years ago. Be right up your street. It was really right up my street yeah. because her like basically her father was doing all his crimes like entirely throughout her childhood, like having this like complete double life. And so the last time we chatted about BTK, he was being a creep of the week from his prison cell, so he was kind of essentially like trolling his daughter and um, And she had to get a cease contact order taken out against him because he wouldn't stop sending her little drawings Mm, um, of what of animals with gaping mouths and teeth Um, and she uh, discovered at the time that um, his art art, quote unquote Dennis Radar has always thought of himself as a bit of an artiste. They all
0: fucking do. They do.
2: He's got some very bad poetry, which we might get into. Um, And then he's got his little drawings and he she discovered that. So she kind of had continued some contact with him. It seems like her brother completely disowned. And when his crimes were um, discovered and exposed, the mother um, got what's called an emergency divorce, which is when you can waive the sixty-day waiting period. Oh. Like such was her revulsion, Extreme. and obviously
3: not normal. I mean, yeah,
2: yeah, but like Jesus, what is normal about finding out that your father has literally murdered what's known for definite? Ten people Jesus. Jesus. over the course of what you thought was a completely normal family life. So
3: the parallels between so the, the reason it's all presumably is the parallels between the, the our current serial killer whose name the architect Giglow yes, Gigolo murder yeah the serial killer she
2: yeah well she the reason that she's back in the well basically when she took out that cease contact Gil-go, order not it was because um the dad was. Talking shit about her and saying to like me, to media outlets um, that she basically Reminds me of me oh, yeah. and she uses the media nice. and mm. um, She also was constantly being trolled by her father's quote unquote fans Oh, um, oh disgusting. And saying, like, you know, that her dad's a great guy. And um she also discovered that he was trading in murder memorabilia. So Before signing. Yeah, signing his uh, BTK signature um to crime scene photos.
3: Dude, it's like your tote, it Whitney and is Bailey.
2: So so, there's a big market for that shit. It is so goddamn creepy. And um, also, his serial killer signature is B. And um, then the B is completed with a pair of boobs. And oh T Claire's and K, so see the picture of it there. So, stupid henceforth, we will be calling him Boobs TK. Yeah, cool for the episode. But I thought that because we talked about him in brief before, I was like, we should actually get into him yeah. because his story is one of the most unusual, I think, of any serial killers. And we don't do a murder around here too often. But
4: why do you say that? One in we haven't done one in yeah.
2: ages. But I just was like, sure, here, let's let's have him. So okay, so. No, quick question before we begin.
3: Mm-hmm. Did he admit is he taking res- like Yeah. Oh, fine. Okay. He's taking he responsibility
2: confessed. for ten murders. Okay. There's is suggestion that he is responsible for more. Um but he's such a bragger that actually can't Think he re- I actually would kinda would have thought that he'd want it because uh, yeah. he's such a little attention whore. Yeah. Um are we allowed to say attention? Is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so basically he was born. So all of this took place in um, Kansas, um, in Wichita, the creepily named uh, Wichita. And um, between like in the mid 70s, he was active from 1974 to 1991.
3: Okay, yes, 1974. Okay, long, long stretch, <laughs>
2: long stretch of nearly 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, where he was killing um, intermittently and um, and then nothing heard from him until 2004. So there was 13 years then before anything more was heard from him and he wasn't arrested until 2005. Whoa. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's like I know that. 30 years after his first murder. It's oh mad. my God and pff, the, re- the way he got arrested is I know this. chef's kiss stupid okay so basically dennis lynn raider and um, he's a pisces born march 9th 1945 and um, he uh is called btk or boobs tk mm-hmm. um, to um reference bind torture kill gave himself the nickname which you can't really self-nickname
3: We all tried in our teens
2: Yeah it's hard mm. It doesn't stick for most of us Very He basically uh, The nickname came about in After he'd begun his murdering And he wrote a letter to a newspaper um, He's a great man for the letters And uh, in the letter Suggested a few nicknames That the media might use for him Oh so he was like one of the Taunty Taunty Attention Riddle with. me this Riddle me that I'm so clever And was
3: that from Way back when? From way back
2: when Yeah 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 So he grew up He's the oldest of four brothers And he has said since Because um, he loves To chat About himself Loves nothing more Incredible than to wang on Exactly And so you he can has make said yourself
3: boring as a serial killer But he
2: is very boring Exactly It's great like, Yeah Sorry it's not great It's crazy it's Yeah And he said later That he he, think, he found it actually That it's amazing That nobody noticed that There was anything wrong with him When he was a kid Because He was weird From really early on In what way? Um, Did he kill animals? He's killed animals Yeah Totally um, All of the kind of box ticking Torturing and killing animals um he kind of did a lot of peeping tomery mm. around the neighbors and mm-hmm. um, watching the women, you know, uh, getting undressed. And um, he got into kind of sadistic sexual fantasies from a really young age. He said his parents worked long hours and basically. He Described feeling ignored by his mother and resenting her for oh, it, so we go. We only a matter of time passing the book, massive as usual. And um, so he also then kind of graduated, uh, as a kind of a kid, young teenager to like bondage stuff. So he would, um, kind of sort of truss himself up, mm. um, yeah. and then like wank with ropes and bindings around him and things like that. And this was all it's like really interesting because you're like, where somewhere in his kind of psychological and sexual development, sex and arousal became fused with pain. This bondage very particularly Uh, this binding. You know? I wonder how and you are like what? Now I mean I suppose he did he did tie up animals. So like a lot of serial killers, it's like one of the kind of like triad of things that Red they say flags. are present in child children who might become serial killers. And one is like a head injury, which me and Jen have roundly refuted as as being in any way um, a marker of anything, because everyone,
3: every every parent, every has parent has injured. seen their kid. Yes. <laughs> um,
2: uh, and then there's the torturing animals one. And I suppose or killing animals and um, but it seems like he very particularly tied animals mm. up was I know he, it's messed up
3: And was he caught? I mean not, No you know.
2: Like there doesn't seem to be any time when he was a child Where he was like reprimanded for any of this It's not like you know with Ed Kemper Like Ed Kemper was like hanging on to the cat's body And like exactly. Oh Jesus in, his, And he was living his in his mother granny's was, basement You know was uh, That was Dharma Damer. Um, but yeah, his mother, Ed Canber's mother found bits of the cat and shit okay. Whereas he, he was with indiscreet. Dennis, it seems like, you know, it was real controlled, really well hidden And so um, he went to high school, um, went to Kansas University, dropped out after one year He wasn't, uh, you know, much of a like academic uh, He was um, in the US Air Force um, from 1966 to 1970 so he's like 4 years um he then like after that was working in a supermarket and um then he married he met his wife and they got married in 71 and they had two kids and um like so far so normal, mm. apart from all the fucking weird ass zoo sadism, but which was is what they that is called. That. Mm. He was hiding it, super Ted Bundy style, I think.
4: Hi. Hi. Okay. Bye. How are you? Nice. Yeah. Do you want it? No. Okay. Bye. 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 So her and Arthur are identical to each other. Yeah. No way, Mimi is identical to Jen. Yeah, but they the same face.
2: Do not <laughs> cut out that bit where a child was sitting in on the creep dive. How <laughs> dare you pretend we're not doing bedtime stories for Mimi here. Okay, so literally doing the wife, doing the kid thing. Then he kind of got a like an, a qualification in like electronic engineering. And then he was like doing a Bachelor of Science, Jen. Nice. Like uh, all... um. Smart smart people. Fun people. <laughs> smart fun people, exactly. <laughs> Graduated um with a Bachelor of Science in nineteen seventy-nine. Um so what he was doing was and we've all been students, and it is hard to hold down a job while you're studying. Yeah. Also quite hard to commence doing murders while studying. It's but he did. Busy. It's a busy one. Um so he um it was January of 1974. So at in 1974 he was working in um the supermarket but studying in the okay. university I'm pretty sure. Not married, Managed, yet, no kids. Yes, yeah, oh, yes, he'd married, married with, with the two kids by then. Okay. And um so 1974 he um murdered an entire family. That was his like first outing. Holy shit. He was just like f- fucking What family going way hard? So they they were called the Otero family, and it was two parents in their thirties, Joseph and Julia, and there was um they had a couple of older kids, but at the time of the killings, um only their two younger children were in the house.
3: So at that point, the man had two children himself. Two
2: children himself, who were probably close in age to Joey and Josie. But what? So how did he go from nothing to this? Surely not. Surely there was. Well, you see, he because he had this kind of background in torturing the animals and he had his whole his own kind of proclivities that were all about sort of self bondage. Okay. And um, he. I think it was all gro- going to graduate. He sort of prior to these murders, like would have kind of done a bit of a line in stalking. I see. Kind of women in the area and things ah, like right, that. Okay. But had not made moves yet. Yeah, but like it seems like he totally knew where this was going. Mm. Do you know that kind of way? And um, he also like had a a kind of a thing with his own um, fantasies where he would tie himself up, as I said, like when he was a kid, he was still doing it as an adult and he had like a lady mask that he'd put on himself. And then he'd take pictures of himself tied up wearing the lady mask. Okay. So he was doing that and he was obviously getting off on that but really wanted to Notch. take it next level and and do it to someone else. Okay. Do it to a woman. Was the killing and of the rest I of the family. I know what you're thinking. And don't worry, I've got you covered is You're thinking, I really want to see lady A man lady wearing a lady mask Having tied himself up And I can provide that for you, Jen And Cassie, I let's presume have a look. Um, Let's just I mean, find it
3: it's While you're finding it Is it your impression that the, He was after the wife And killed the other yeah. Desperate victims yeah, In so order to
2: it's my impression that he got it wrong and thought that the um, husband was going to be out of the house. OK, so he it's so fucking creepy and. Ugh, I don't know just how he does it. So what he did was a few days before the attacks in January, he went um, up to little Josie Otero, who was like nine. And showed her a picture of a person and said, oh, "Do you, have you seen this person?" So she was like out playing in the estate, yeah. like this was like suburban Kansas, yeah, houses everywhere, and she was like, "No, no," and kind of went off and played. And so then on the day of the attack, he, um, you know, literally just went up to the door of the house. She opened the door. He said, "Yeah," and he said, "Do you remember me? I'm just looking for this person," and she said. I I don't know Um, Maybe my mom And then He went into the house Closed the door And Bam Gone out Shot everyone No Oh, If Fucking only
3: Oh the torture and the kill stuff
2: Jesus Um, wept We have a quick sidebar For some Some pickies Let's have a look at them Of Now really and truly There is Surely better options For your own lady mask
3: Is it a DIY number? Let's have a look. Oh, fucking Jesus.
4: That, that doesn't look creepy. like a lady. He's
3: got the wig. I mean, it's fucking That's creepy. The there is, is no so dated, creepy. It couldn't be creepy f- or frightening. he is thing.
2: wearing some bra and knickers.
3: And you can see the binding business. a lot happening. of
2: binding and the lady mask.
3: Ah, it's absolute nightmare fuel. Yeah,
2: uh, right. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely dreadfully frightening. This one's
2: awful. This one's really weird. What's
1: in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
3: he hanging upside he's kind down? Of upside down. So what it, it? it feels oh. like he's doing there is like, I'm sure what he re- re- replicated with his victims. Exactly. And this is it's like a really his build up, a
4: grave he's there. dug a grave there i'll tell you about that
2: grave yes. okay so he um like i said didn't expect um the father to be home and he had cut the phone lines mm. before um entering the residence and um he basically told them all like he had the gun, and he told them that he was wanted in California, which, like, I don't really know why he told that. Yeah. He told them that, and then he brought them all into the bedroom, and he, um, covered them. He, so it's so vile. Like, I'm not going to go into do, too much detail on this because it's really vile. Okay, but basically, he. Choked them with bag over the head mm-hmm. and it turned into an absolute shit fest Because it actually really wasn't what he was planning anyway He hadn't intended for a grown man to be there mm-hmm. um, And the two kids and the dog and the you know the woman and everything It was it was totally getting really messy and out of control And he like basically this is so fucking horrible But he put he'd put a pillowcase Over their heads and then a plastic bag So that they couldn't chew through to the plastic Oh God Yeah And um, so he kind of killed the parents And then um, the kids separately Oh God Absolute nightmare And um, it was really chaotic because he was also just Not didn't really understand even what he'd Embarked on in a way like He said later in this like He's so kind of like uh, Just throw Away when he talks about his crimes he was Like oh you know it's just Like you don't realize how hard It is to strangle someone and you're Just like fuck you Dennis Fuck you He's doing the athlete And yeah It's yeah. hard So there was kind of moments Where he thought That he'd killed one And then somebody Like that. at one point The mother like Was really Like rode Not back dead. up again And like was obviously Like in the greatest pain Of anyone's life imaginable Like you know Christ. With her kids And everything oh, And um, The whole thing Anyway Ended Just harrowing And um, The reason We know this much detail and I mean, basically the kids, you know, didn't make it. And um one of the kids he'd brought down to the basement and, you know, he ended her life there. And he fucking absolute animal that he is like spooged down there in the basement. So from murder one, they actually had his DNA, DNA, oh. so Put that now over your, over your ear. Mm. The reason we know uh, this much detail about that crime was that um, he wrote a letter um, the following year describing the whole fucking sorry tale and put it inside an engineering book in the Wichita Public Library. (gasps) So I think there's like loads of layers to the kind of, sadistic pleasure that he derives from oh his killing. So that was an
3: act of sadism
2: as opposed to sort of so like I think he, he kind of has confession. the yeah. he has almost this kind of edging period where he's stalking someone yeah. and planning and planning. And then the thing about like interacting with the kid, mm-hmm. that's like another thing he's fucking getting off on. Then he does the whole fucking murder and then like afterwards the little bread crumbing of information And the general feeling of like I'm getting one over on everyone yeah. I'm better than everyone
3: Was that note found?
2: That note was found But it was like uh, More than a year later
3: And after that crime Returned to life as normal Presumably Was
2: living like A seemingly normal life I'll tell you now To the extent of the normal life
3: Surely the crime shocked The neighbourhood and it. Yeah like, Yeah
2: I mean Wichita Like did not have murders Like if there was like 10 in a decade
3: and uh,
4: like presumably And this was
2: four I- individuals an entire
4: family uh, traveling lunatic.
2: And the maddest part is that that whole crime took place in broad daylight oh, in Christ. the middle of like a housing estate what? and he just walked back out of there like just crazy and like at the time now like over the course of all the murders he was like a Scouts leader
3: Yeah Of course they all are
2: he was working in home security at one
4: point. Interesting. He, oh, that's an interesting choice,
2: isn't it? Yeah, but like he, funny enough, it doesn't seem like he ever used that as yeah. a way of gaining entrance. And then he also, and this will come as no surprise, was like president church. of the local church. Yeah, yeah, I'm you, not, you really called course. it really Rose. and truly Jen called it. So basically then um, in April, only a couple of months later, um, he went on to... Um, murder his next victim She was 21 Um, Her name is Catherine And um, He broke into her house And again this was another one Where it kind of turned into a shit show Kind of rapidly He hadn't been expecting her 19 year old brother Kevin to be there at the time And so now he had a gun And he managed to He put Catherine in a bedroom And like tied her down mm-hmm. And then He forced the brother Into um, Kind of trying to Into restraining the sister I mean it was chaos The guy was 19 years old Fucking terrified A gun in his face BTK ended up Shooting him Through the side of the head And He actually survived Unbelievable And Then he got shot A second time In the face The brother And like Dennis Boobs TK thought that he had killed him. Obviously, and the brother, fucking like I, t- who knows through what kind of insane two bullets personal in the head. trauma in the head, got outside, uh, somehow got outside the house That's and mad. was like trying to raise the alarm, but it was all too late. Um, uh, Boobs had um, had murdered Catherine Jesus. inside the house, so then he pauses for 3 years and um or so we believe y- yeah exactly now there is a bit of um you know attention seeking shall we say um obviously we know about the letter that he stashed in the engineering book in the public library and I think he was like, that's not being found fast enough. So then he in 1978, so a couple of years after those murders and a year before his next one, he sent another letter to a TV station in Wichita and um, claiming uh, responsibility for the murders that had taken place. Um, and uh, demanding that um, they pay attention to him. And he sent them a poem. A poem. Oh, yes. A um, bad one. A very bad one. Um and uh, it was oh death to Nancy was the name of the poem. Um, and he uh, that was when he also tried to um suggest a few names that the media might call him. Oh. Did you want to hear some of Dennis? Yeah, uh, aka boobs. Um, his names that he suggested were, uh, how about some name for me? It's time, um. Sorry, this is a couple more murders down the road. But anyway, he says seven down and many more to go. I like the following. The BTK Strangler, our Wichita Strangler or Poetic Strangler. Fucking crap. The Bondage Strangler or Psycho, the Wichita Hangman or the Garrot Phantom These are all shit names The asphyxiator I mean if you're coming up with names for yourself There is really No excuse All terrible names So um, as we said We just left Catherine and Kevin The siblings Unfortunately in 1974 In 1977 He murdered a 25 year old woman Called Shirley Um, Apparently on that day He had been stalking A nearby potential target Mm -hmm. Who hadn't been home
3: Oh dear. And, and then he just Shirley
2: was. He just like w- diverted to Shirley by following her son. Jesus. And a fucking monster. It was an absolute is monstrous. Like,
3: oh, he is still alive.
2: Um, he is still alive. Of course he is. They yeah. live on. Um, he's uh, uh luckily um Shirley's children were able to escape that time. My God Um and the thing was like the kids were like unable to say anything except like generic white guy. Of course, you know, that's what yeah. he is. and he, they're young kids and they're traumatized.
3: And he wasn't in. He wasn't wearing
2: disguises. No, um, no, no, seemingly not. Um, not the lady mask anyway. But um, he then um murdered uh the later in that year in nineteen seventy seven a young woman uh also twenty five called Nancy, and um. It, uh is so fucking this one is so freaky so he had kind of watched her and began stalking her and then in december of 77 he went to the house knocked on the door and when nobody answered this is exactly what he was hoping for he cut the phone lines for the house then broke in and hid inside the house and like watched her Come home and get changed, and like go into her bed, and like settle down for the night. It's the fucking no, ultimate the terror. Yeah. It is the reason why I still, upon entering any house check alone, glasses. check every single place. Yeah, and will never stop. Um, and so he, he murdered her. The next day, um. When she hadn't been found, he um, called the police from a payphone and told them that there had been a homicide at this address and gave them the address. And he obviously knew they were going to trace the call. Yeah. And he obviously was only fucking loving that because he's boobs and he loves the attention. Because do you remember his mother didn't pay him enough attention? Do you remember oh, he mentioned God that God the Christ poor Christ. little pet, the poor little love? So, they so, were so getting the police no got okay. the police got to the payphone within two minutes of the call. What the fuck. And all they found was like the handset swinging, swinging just dangling because well, he has he? a flare. He has a bit of a flare. The garage Phantom Um so
3: they're getting no
2: closer to him. They are getting no closer to him. And he is constantly goading and poking the media. But we're working and our
3: way towards DNA time.
2: Yes. And so again, it was after that that he um, sent the, the letter. To uh, suggest all his super cool serial killer names that he wanted He was also very punny And um, there was a few times that he like ate cereal in the houses of the victims And oh, like, I see what you did l- there Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah Yeah, he's a real prick. Also, he's got like kids who are like you know eight years old at this point. He's churching around the place. He's boy scoutsing around the place. Exactly what he's doing. He's no behavior change. Animal.
3: No red flags at home. No violence. No Mm. weirdness. No no change in personality. No job ditch. No
2: no nothing. No. He was just like it's so chilling, isn't it? It's chilling is the word. Um. So then he um intended uh, to kill another woman a 63 year old um but she managed to escape by just coming home late and so basically he um remember he talked later in his confessions about this woman she was 63 her name was Anna and he talked about how he'd become really obsessed with her and how he was quote absolutely livid When she never appeared Mm. at the time he expected her to come home And he spent hours waiting at her home And then became very impatient And left when she didn't return um, from visiting friends And then this incident inspired a poem Called Oh Anna Why didn't you appear? Go on You want to hear the whole Oh Anna poem?
4: Give me the Give me the (sighs) Give you a little flavour A
2: little uh, flavour Let me go to another tab because my God, I've so many tabs open like you're right about this being
3: particularly weird.
2: His letters are because of the big style stupid. Um, so he writes things like um, I write this letter to you for the sake of the taxpayer as well as your time. Those three dudes you have in custody are just talking to get publicity for the Otero murders. They know nothing at all. I did it by myself and no one's help. There have been no talk. Let me put this straight. So basically, there was a couple of people who had come forward for that initial family murder. And then that was when he was like very irked and started writing letters. Yes, absolutely. And um, so he. um, uh, So here, here we go. Poem. Oh, Anna. Why didn't you appear? Tea was the perfect plan of deviant pleasure. So bold on that spring night. My inner felling hot with the propension of the new awakening season. Worn wet with inner fear and rapture. My pleasure of entanglement like new vines at night. Oh Anna, why didn't you appear? And truly, I don't think I can face reading any more. Terrible poetry from BTK. Um, so then, okay, what a loser. Um, it, everything it, about him, absolute loserville,
3: massive. He's a fucking loser.
2: But also, it's terrifying because the of it's cutting nothing, the it's... phone lines, yeah, is so creepy. And let's never forget the lady mask. Yes,
4: yeah, horrible, um, horrible. So then
2: he things I presume got busy with the home life on the home front because from 1978 to 1986 uh, he, or sorry, 1985, he was on sabbatical. OK, okay, um, so he didn't kill anyone, didn't kill anyone. Um, Now, like having read the daughter's memoir, it's really fucking interesting and chilling to read her memoir of her childhood. And she kind of does a parallel timeline of her father's crimes oh, and is cool. literally telling us things like on this Christmas, Dad was assembling my bicycle. And how did we know that like two weeks before that he was murdering Nancy Joe Fox? It is. And there's like so many family pictures of like little toddler, Kerry. And were there any like triggers in
4: that timeline that like indicated that he, these were the moments where he was like, like most likely to commit.
2: Stressed or. Angry or hungry. something like that. No, it really and doesn't seem like. How was he as a father? Um, like totally normcore seems to be. She felt her he was take. loving. Yeah. He, present and I mean, in the main, like loving and normal. I would. My guess, yeah. Um, like her book is really fascinating. It's actually it's not like really gratuitous and salacious. It's it's very it's very fucking sad. Yeah. And it's really really interesting if anyone is. Um, interested in actually Her reading it Her mother's
3: story Wouldn't be another Interesting <sighs> Yeah
2: like I think that woman Just like Oh Jesus Who wept. knows But anyway Unfortunately He returned from sabbatical In May of 1985 To kill a woman called Maureen Who was 53 And mm-hmm. um He absolutely fucking uh, lutely Went Like for leather Absolutely berserk on this one So do you remember that picture Of him lying in the grave Wearing his lady mask And the bindings So what happened with Marine Is that he actually like Killed her And then took Her to this grave She was dead Sorry Abducted her And took her to this grave Yikes Fucking terrifying Then he was having a look at the grave And he was like Hmm Actually Kilder got into the grave himself with the lady mask, did some photography of himself in the grave. Okay. And that picture is that what one that we one. just saw absolutely chilling. Um, here we go. In case anyone wants a refresher head Jesus
3: tilted, covered in muck, Christ. wearing a mask with binding.
2: Yeah. And um, then <laughs> Like just to become like for just further defilement, he brought her body to his church. What? Yeah, to the Christ Lutheran Church. He was at that time president of the church council. Where was red flag? Where
3: where was the body put?
2: So he photographed her body in all of these different like bondage positions in the church. In the church. In the
3: in the room of the
2: inside by the pews. Yeah I mean oh. I would imagine the altar But I didn't find anything that specified exactly where But like I presume if he's bringing her there He's going to bring her all the way to the altar He's not going to yeah. just bring her to the car park um, Exactly And he also like used um the church to like store some of his like murder gear Like plastic sheets and other shit And then he took her and he just dumped her Like just like a piece of trash mm-hmm. It's just absolutely harrowing um, He... Actually then got in a little spot of bother in the eight, like further along in the 80s, he was stalking these other two women and one of the women he was stalking actually got a restraining order against him. Oh, so he obviously had kind of lost a bit of his sort of subtlety. Yeah. Shall yeah. I we say.
4: Would he have made contact with her or did she just notice him and.
2: I think noticing. Okay. And then I mean, there's another woman who worked for him who said that he behaved strangely towards her one night Okay. And, and in the office where he like kind of closed the door and sort of kept coming towards her in an office and she kept being like Dennis, open the door, open the door, Dennis. And she said like there was an absolute vacant, vacant look All in right. his face and then suddenly like that, he switched back so back to normal Dennis and there opened was the door. An incident, It's a, an incident. But like also remember like these murders are all taking place. So there was a bunch of them in the 70s. Then sort of suddenly again in the mid 80s, all in this tiny town of Wichita. Well, so tiny city. And uh, they actually had like a dedicated police force um, assigned to the case. Yeah. Would you like to guess what they called the police force? It's even stupider than boobs to TK The hot dog squad Why? No Like why?
3: As, um, it, as if there would be never press on this You yeah, fucking dicks
2: That might notice that exactly. you're calling yourselves the hot dog squad And um, so after poor um, Marine Hedge um, He murdered another young woman called Vicky Lynn um, again, like he got into her house pretending to be the telephone repairman. And, you know, it took a lot of pictures. He chronicled a lot. And then his final uh, victim was um, a 62 year old woman called Dolores. And again, um, uh, pretty much everyone was death by strangulation Mm. except for um, Catherine. Do you remember and her brother who got shot. Yes Catherine was stabbed and um, so the thing was uh, one thing that the neighbors said later but it's just mad the way later on you'd be like oh yeah. We did yeah. always notice this about Dennis. But he they said had a kind of a shed a tree house. He had a tree house out back like f- fucking probably his kids tree house. Like yeah. th- this is fucking creepy. And they said that he'd be out there in the treehouse looking through kind of what looked like scrapbooks. And he oh. used to take shit from these victims, like their driver's licenses. Little trophies. Trophies, mm. bits of jewelry, anything he could get. And I'd say that again was all a part of like the kind of frittaging himself, like off all these different elements yeah. of his crime. Was he
3: hiding that in the treehouse I mean...
2: Yeah. yeah or somewhere certainly and he also then was like taunting the me- the police through the media constantly like sending photocopies of, of the, stuff, the stuff and things like that and um, so it was like considered to be a complete cold case so he stopped in 1991 yeah. in 2004 like it was considered a cold case and it, there was like documentaries they, made. Oh, yes,
4: they had linked all the murders together at that stage They had by then linked them. the
2: murders because he was nonstop banging yeah. on about it. Of course, of course, and like sending the Xerox drivers' licenses yeah. and other elements that kind of proved his involvement. He used to send cereal boxes with little surprises idiot, inside.
4: It's,
2: it's fucking... really naff. Yeah, stop being so naff as well mm. as being such a disgusting animal. Um, So anyway Like they made a documentary Of him About him I mean in 2004 And it's mad because the documentary Prior
3: to his arrest Yes
2: So in the documentary it's still like The BTK killer is still at large And who is he But it's been 13 years since he's done anything That they know of Presumably
3: he sees the documentary Delighted by it
2: Yeah They're getting bits wrong That's annoying him That's annoying him And so then um. I have to just get this right, Okay, so. He then after the documentary and the investigation was kind of moved to cold case status, Dennis was was very, very upset and feeling overlooked. Unacknowledged, and he initiated 11 communications um, that would eventually lead to his downfall. So basically, did he orchestrate his own
4: rest? Yeah, he kind of well, he gave himself away.
3: Well, not intentionally, just just because he I couldn't think, resist.
4: I think the when attention. you're carpet
2: bombing them with communication, you're going to slip up. But yeah. he was
3: probably fairly I don't narcissistically think also believing himself to be kind of
2: infallible. Absolutely, yeah, at that point. and he so had much more caught. intelligent than everybody. They didn't come near him. True, true, He's true. Uncatchable. Um, and so he, it, with all of those communications, he was, you know, sending um, evidence and things like that. And um, they were, because of the DNA and stuff, they had been testing like thousands of, hundreds of men, thousands of men um, in trying to find the killer. And um, he uh, sent things like chapter headings for the BTK story and sending. Um, cute little letters from um, someone called Bill Thomas Killman. Mm. Boobs torture kill. Um, And so then he sent basically a whole load of now. And I read in one article that he had said to the police, if I send you a floppy disk, can you trace that? And they were like, no. Huh. No But then I didn't see that mentioned Elsewhere at all So okay. I'm not positive That he checked With the police Because I also was like How did they send Their answer to did him He, re- he would have rung them Presumably uh-huh. Aha I was like How could how? he have gotten The answer no. But anyway He sent like A whole big rake of bullshit On a floppy disk oh. And Stupid um, prick The stupid and
3: um, on that floppy disk was more stupid nonsense. Stupid
2: nonsense.
3: Like his writing, uh, poetry bits of shit, like poetry, just mass span. bits
2: of wanging Yeah. On like the letters are absolute nonce factory. Um. He like his chapter headings that he proposes for his book. Book. Oh, he's proposing the BTK story. One, a serial killer is born. Two, dawn three fetish four fantasy world five the search begins six haunts seven pjs pjs um nine hits 10 treasured memories gag sorry that's me saying gag 11 final curtain call 12 dusk and then finally 13 will there be more so that, you know, he's trying to author so, his own, like, like serial killer mystique bullshit. Yeah. And the
3: hot dog crew are receiving this just being bored and irritated, but also, like, thinking it's him for sure? Uh, no.
2: Sure, they haven't an absolute clue. Okay, so this who is this just going into person the person, kind of it's just all going into this big database of, of mad people. Like, this guy certainly is out there somewhere. So anyway, then he sends his little floppy disk. We all remember Billy them. Billy. Do you remember a floppy disk? Do you remember disc? floppy disks?
4: I do remember a floppy oh, disks. well There you you go. go. In our face. We so use anyway, them as coasters. You <laughs> might
2: remember that even after you delete files on a floppy disk, there is metadata. Did not and know so that. And so when they got the floppy disk, um, they found in the metadata a deleted document that was called christ lutheran church and the documents showed that it had last been modified by dennis
4: you are fucking no shitting way.
2: so yeah. a
3: literal bullseye a bullseye address and name
2: a quick internet search determined, determined that a dennis Raider was president of the local church or the church council and in they go to get him yeah they just bopped on in said Give us an old hair follicle with a root and DNA match. Bob's your uncle, as Jen would say, Fanny is your aunt. So he was sentenced now very irritating. Well no, I don't know cuz I don't really I don't know how I feel about the death penalty, but he escapes the death penalty basically because it was reintroduced in 1994 and his last crime took place in 1991. Oh my god. Uh, um but like hold I on. mean better for it. He's serving 10 consecutive life sentences a minimum of 175 years. Yeah, but like better that for him than time
3: for yeah, the poetry and the fucking
2: And the shit. fucking signed crime and scene stupid, pickies ball- and trolling idiot. his daughter. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So
3: When he was arrested, I mean, the gig was up. Did did they even need a confession or?
2: Um, Well, he initially so like, uh, his DNA was a match. Yeah. And they had other circumstantial evidence. Yeah. Then, you know, um, he was given like a lawyer and stuff like that. And um, he was pleading not guilty. And then he said, what am I at? They have me. And said, I'm guilty and then he described all the murders in detail and made no apologies. Oh wow. And so Imagine then how at shocked the sentencing the people he worked with in the church would have been. Oh my Oh God. my God. At the centre, it's thing. like the
4: Lucy Letby stuff. Though I can't think about it. It's Don't so think about terrifying. it. But
3: it's similar in its absolute.
4: But I think he had the he had the science of being a psychopath killer. He was just so astute that he was like building his life to allow him to be able to complete his crimes. Yeah, like mm. he knew the positions to put himself in in the community so that no one would would suspect, suspect him. Yeah. yeah. Completely. And I'd
2: say he also just got like such a buzz of being the man, like, yes. just uh, like, you know, I'm tricking everyone. I'm and like, away with it. and some of his crimes, like one of his crimes he committed on his lunch break from work. Wow. Yeah. What? And another crime he committed when he was actually on a scouts trip. No. And he just ducked away for a bit. Whoa. Like,
3: the darkness
2: unimaginable isn't that something yeah and like okay don't take this as gospel because it's this is just partial remembering from having read that book which is it's a while ago but i seem to remember that like after all the crimes came out in 2005 and stuff and like the kids at that stage were like
4: they were only in like their 20s
2: yeah. and they they remembered I think Kerry in her book said that they remembered being on a trip with their dad and that he had like ducked away for a time and that later after it all came out she realized it was like The
3: same time that that person had died. No,
2: but it was the same area. Oh, And there was some suggestion that he maybe was like just kind of revisiting in that way that they say, serial killers do that, that they continue to get pleasure and gratification from like visiting scenes of former crimes and stuff. And like that's like, you know, you take your kids out and we all, you know, get bored sometimes, you know, entertaining young kids, but you pop in a podcast. Oh yeah. yeah, you don't do a visit a recent grave that you dug. Fucking hell! And um, yeah, it's uh, that's that's it. He's still alive, rotting away. Boobs TK. There's um, current uh, chat in the media about him being linked to two other uh, cold cases. Again, because he's such a braggy brag Mac yeah, Braggerson, it's it. kind of hard. To, uh, yeah, I don't know for that. Like, it's interesting. Do you know the way you were saying about like he wanted to get caught? Yeah, and I think like I, I'm like yeah, that kind of feels true. But then another part of me is like, but who would want to get caught out on a silly floppy disc mistake? Mm. I well, feel like that would be very not him. And also, I feel a bit like if
3: we're to believe that he finished murdering,
2: mm,
3: maybe he did want to get caught. To yeah. finally bask in, like was this not the
2: end of the book I mean, for him?
3: Yeah, like if he, like
2: he was nearly 60 when he was caught, nearly,
3: maybe think, the kind 45. Of the
4: urge, the murderous urge had gone out from a bit. I don't know if it leaves people. Yeah.
3: It, well, in our experience, it seems and to get the urge, more stronger the longer yeah. we live.
2: And the urge to revel in all his crimes mm. was as strong as ever. In his late sixties. And of like, course
3: no one was talking about the crimes well, nowhere near as much as they had yeah, been during yeah. the time. So he obviously had a had a need for attention again. <sighs> and what's the biggest attention of all, only getting caught. Yeah. And then confessing in great detail is mm. more attention and people want to know more. Mm. Tell me more, Dennis. And why? And Te- how.
2: Dennis, how did you evade police for so long? Ugh, I just you know? hate that. He's particularly he noxious
3: individual. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, that's thank you, Sos. It, is it a thank you moment? I I'm not so. sure. I but think. I think. I, I we think haven't we haven't had a real. A yeah, that's the thing. Yeah.
3: But now we know more, and he's as big of a fucking
4: asshole, um, and
3: boring loser. Actually, he's such a mind. loser. He's yeah. a freak, a freak loser. The cereal anyway.
4: boxes eating the cereal. He's so lame.
3: Thank you all. Um, thank you guys. Thank you
2: guys for listening. I you. If you loved Mindhunter and like me are mourning the fact that yes. season three will never come That was what they were going to do season three You're about kidding. And they teed it up in season two they had a little bit of Dennis Radar in season two.
3: Maybe one day, though.
2: Maybe David maybe. Fincher said, "Absolutely not." Someone else could. Take Very him upset. Well, Why that's is he being true. so annoyed? Why do we think it can only be David Fincher? Exactly. Maybe it could be a woman. Just yeah. a, like a woman, please. Can we just have one woman do maybe something? Maybe BTK's daughter, or you know, somebody non-binary. <laughs> That'd be strange. That would be strange.
3: Uh, not the non-binary thing. The daughter thing. Yeah. However, we'll see you on the flip side. Bye.
2: Bye.